Picture this, it's seventh grade. You're going to your Halloween dance. You don't know what you're going to wear, but you know it has to be sexy. That's why you go as Pikachu. Picture this, it's theater camp dress up day. You and your friend want to be sexy. You dress up as Maureen from Rent. As you get out of the car, your dad says you look like a whore. The click. The only thing harder than getting in is staying in. I'm Franny. And I'm Sophie. And this is Girls Girls Like Like Us. Your episode-by-episode guide through Lisey Harrison's landmark novel series, The Click. Cherries in my sweater. excited today um, to discuss Click Book 2, Best Friends for Never, um, with my best friend and local Chicago comedian, funny woman, um, <laughs> former teen, <laughs> former teen, former tween, Michelle Castro here. Um, Michelle, you can see her all the time at the Crowd Theater, um, from time to time at The Annoyance, uh, playing shows all out of town. All around town. She's a lot of fun. Um, Michelle, welcome to the... Thank you so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Thanks. Welcome. So, um, yeah, Michelle, let's talk about your history with the click a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm very familiar with these books. I read them all the time growing up, um, oftentimes like in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, just kept rereading them. And then once I like got on the internet i started um meeting other people online eventually started role so playing. wait i have to cut in here what where were you meeting people online <laughs> like forum sites and like fan fiction websites you, okay so like fanfiction.net um i didn't really like that one honestly okay. i didn't like the way the, <laughs> you didn't like the politics you know? <laughs> well so i was sorry i was a big um user on like Quizilla and websites like Miva. And I've literally never even heard of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was like fanfiction.net slash that's Glee like slash Will Schuster Wap slash Masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I knew right where to go. Fanfiction.net and Wattpad were like the worst of the fanfiction sites. Yeah. But well, uh, Wattpad is for people who I think think that they could have had a career in yeah. regular writing. Right, yeah. <laughs> I agree. So was Miva. Miva was like that too, where like they were like some really um, it just felt like a lot of people really thought that they well, but should have. As we get to the back of this book, I don't know if you guys read the last few pages, the but Q&A, the Q and A with yeah. Lisa Harrison, where she says, "Write like, every day." Yeah, she, <laughs> I did write fan fiction every yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> read fan fiction every day. Write fan fiction every day. She says in her advice to young writers, so she says. First of all, that she gets the question a lot, which means that there was, like, a community of, like, literary tweens, like ourselves, oh, who yeah. were, like, read the click and was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, I'm a writer, I need to be one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like, all my, um, the, I mean, the one role-playing web thing that I did with the click. So was it, like, a chat room? It was, like, threads. Okay. So, so like, a Reddit thing? Kind of, yeah, yeah, and it was, like, you created a profile for your character, mine, I forget her name, but she was a student at OCD, the school they go to. Right, Occidental yeah. Country Day School. And, sure. um, it, I was the heiress to the Las Vegas Strip, but, like, I was, <laughs> like, 
they thought that And the, you came up with that by yourself. Yeah, well, because you had to have, like, rich parents. Right. So you and you, <laughs> that was the only rule. Right, yeah. You have to have rich parents. And you went to Vegas a lot as a kid. I did. It's Vegas. Yeah. That's just, Vegas. Okay. No, it's just like Vegas is crazy. Yeah, we've always gotten to a fight about the fact that I say Vegas like Vegas. Vegas. How do you say? Vegas. Yeah. That's I don't get it. And someone made fun about, someone who like with no history with me as a person made fun of me yeah. about it the other day. You're saying it wrong. Okay, well, anyway, we're going to move on now. <laughs> Clearly you're not an heiress. No. So that much is clear. One day, one day. Um, <laughs> you just got to marry in. Yeah, so you did these role playings online. Was it like... <laughs> You were talking to other students, or yeah. So it was everyone went to OCD, um, and then there were like five people that were the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so those girls were just like the, like, the moderators okay, cool. slash the main characters, yeah. yeah. And then um, every day you'd go on, and there'd be a new thread, and it would be like a situation that happened. So it would be like this is what just happened in the cafeteria, and then all the thread posts within that yeah. thing were all people's, like, POV of, like, okay. how they react. What happened in the cafeteria. Yeah. So can you give us an example of something Sure, like so it would be, like, um, in the cafeteria and, like, Kristen and, and Claire and Alicia just, I don't know, they just, like, wrote... They're in the cafeteria. I don't fucking <laughs> so know. Kristen, so we know. So we So basically it would be, like, okay, Kristen... Claire, Alicia, Massey, Dylan, etc. did X in the cafeteria. Yeah. How are you reacting? Yeah, they're like, they're in the cafeteria selling, like, Christmas grams. Amazing. Okay. okay. Um, did it ever get sexy? Um, there would be parties. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. And yeah. You had to, like, be online at a certain time. Because, or else you'd miss it live action, you right. know what I mean? So you yeah, had, it was like, a, it was kind of like an intentional community in the way that, like, you had to give in in order to, like, get... Oh, yeah, we were all very active. Okay, cool. Yeah, for That's sure. Cool. That is I wild. That. I, and I also kind of like the idea that, like, we know from the POV of these books that uh, the girls don't care about anyone else in the school. Yeah. It's so just it's describing themselves, like, yeah. and, like, their own selfish, um, like, desires... Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. we get into desire a lot on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get into the book itself. So we're talking today about book two in the Click series, Best Friends for Never. So a big theme in this book, a la the title, is um, how basically Claire and Massey's moms have decided that like they need to get along. Yeah. Um. So they, as instead of doing the rational thing, which is, like, actually try to get along, um, they're middle schoolers, so they decide to pretend to be friends, and I, to me, it reminded me a lot of, like, when you, like, pretend date someone. Yeah. And, like, middle school, where you're like, wouldn't it be funny if we dated as a joke? (laughs) Yeah, just for fun. Right. Um, so a lot of, like, themes that we're working with here, um, Mm self-expression with, like, the whole uniform and, like, Halloween costume debacle, feuds between friends, so we have Claire and Massey trying to get along for the sake of their moms, but then also, in this book, we're introduced to Olivia, who comes back after being quote-unquote sick, it's later suggested that she has had some work done on her face, which we'll get into, um, and her and Alicia become really good friends, and Alicia starts blowing off um, the pretty committee. So Massey, Claire, uh, and or Massey, Kristen, and Dylan, um, in order to hang out with Olivia. Um, and then also with the introduction of all of our male characters, the Briarwood boys, mm-hmm. um, our favorite subject to talk about, which is middle school horniness. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the book opens basically. The whole book is takes like. The whole book seems to take place within, like, 
three or four days. I yeah, think. exactly. The first, like, seven or, like, five chapters are within, like, the same time frame. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, which I think is a big shift from the other book where we have a lot of, like, time jumping in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this book feels like it could have been maybe... It, like, condensed. Yeah. <laughs> it feels, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. It feels too long is something I noticed, especially because I read it all in one sitting. It should have been, there's yeah. two plots, basically. There's a plot, to, to kind of flash forward, there's a plot where Massey wants to throw a boy-girl Halloween party. Yeah. That's one plot. Because Second, the, yeah. some girls in their grade decide that they're going to throw a boy-girl Halloween yeah. party, so Massey kind of decides to, like, usurp that. Exactly. Um, and then the second plot is that because basically there's a uniform scandal and then their school is like, well, we, we want to wear uniforms now. Right. Um, which is a totally, (laughs) that should have been a separate book. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. They just like threw that in at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So some, uh, so the whole book, I think it's going to be pretty easy for us to recap because not a lot happens besides the Halloween party Mm -hmm. and like the events surrounding the Halloween party because Mm -hmm. kind of the uniform scandal is kind of, awkwardly built into that so we have basically claire and massey say that they're going to throw this halloween party together because their moms are like we have to you have to get along Mm -hmm. um for no clear reason it just seems like the parents are friends it's kind of this well obviously because they live together but it suggested suggested that the parents have some sort of scheme going on to get the girls to like each other. It, yeah, it starts off at Mr. Blox's, Massey's dad's, uh, hollow, not Halloween party. His birthday his birth, party. His birthday party, That yeah. dinner thing. Yeah. And then Todd, the creepy little <laughs> yeah. brother, like, he, like, plant one. He, like, kisses Massey. There's a lot of weird, non-consensual like, yes, there sexual is. harassment happening exactly. here, which we can get into further. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote down, one of my notes is Todd Pervy and Jay Enabling, which means that Todd, like... I think he, like, says something about wanting to, like, not fuck Massey, but, like, <laughs> wanting to see her, like, butt or something. Right. And then Ooh. Jay's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, Jay is like, yeah, That's my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. bad. Yeah. Jay is Claire and Todd's dad. Right. Yeah, I feel like Todd for sure is, like, canceled. Yeah, Todd is because canceled. Because there are, like, multiple times where he's like, hello, my lady, or, yeah. like, my yeah. queen. Yeah, it's, like, a very, like, fedora tip type thing. My pet. Like, I think he says yeah, my he calls pet her my pet. Yeah, and he, like, wiggles yeah. his eyebrows. It's and, like, the kind of thing that, like... Cause this book was written in like 2005. I think it's the kind of thing that could like very much fly in 2005 as like oh like boys. Be- yeah. So something we talked about a lot on the last episode um, that I think applies to all of the books, and I'd love to get like your take on this is the fact that a lot of the sexuality occurring in these books is like a lampooning of like adult sexuality <laughs> where they're like acting how they think adults act. Where so like Todd's like oh I'm like fucking obsessed with Massey and I like want to fuck her like ASAP. Um, and we should mention Todd's like 10. Todd is like yeah, 10. He's like yeah. 10. Which is the craziest thing. Todd is literally in like the fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, and Massey's like, what am I going to do? Like walk around in my underwear? And he's like, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like this weird like attempt at like being adult by like expressing these like awkward like cartoony sexual feelings that is yeah. like very interesting i totally agree like later on in the book <clears throat> when they're like having the fashion show to show off like the costumes or mm-hmm. the uniform thing 
they're talking about how, like, Massey and Claire both are like, God, I just want to see that, like, boy in the brown leather jacket. This is fast forwarding, but, like, the idea of, like, seeing, like, a boy in the crowd there for them, but, like, these are seventh graders. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of seeing, like, a seventh grader in, like, a leather jacket, it's just, like, Like gross. Yeah. Right. And, like, they, that's the thing is, like, so, I think we touched on this in the last episode, too, which is that, like, we're supposed to believe that these boys are hot, but I keep having to remind myself that they're, they're also seven. 13. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the, we'll get into it later. I'll leave that for later. But so we basically have this planning, this Halloween party going down. I also want to talk about how this book feels just style-wise a lot more poorly written than the last it one. Is so, so we much, talked yeah. about how the last one was really poorly written, but the <laughs> the scenes in which they're at the mall are not only disorienting, but like almost so unreadable. Confusing. Nothing yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Well they tried to I had to reread a couple parts because it was like Lisey like through Massey's character was trying to do like some sort of like double meaning in a lot of yeah. things. Right. But she never like suggests that Massey's, like, raising an eyebrow or, like, or is, like, lying through her teeth. Because there's a part where they're, like, at the mall and Massey's, like, Kristen, like, what a surprise. But it's her, she knew. Yeah. And it's just, like, very, like, I had to reread. I don't, I still don't understand. So, basically, Claire and Massey have to go to the mall together because of their mom's. Well, the reason is, so Massey overhears her parents and Claire's parents saying, like, well, we need them to be friends. And so Massey is like, well, I can get what I want, which is a boy-girl Halloween party, if I just simply pretend to be friends with Claire. So she confronts Claire about it and is like, well, why don't we pretend to be friends? With the promise of a cell phone. It's a cell phone. That that does not get. Yeah, so basically she comes to Claire and says, hey, if you say that you also want to have a boy-girl Halloween party with me, like, I'll make sure you get a cell phone. First of all, what happened to Claire's cell phone from the last book? That was, yeah, Mr. Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So all of a sudden, Claire... Somehow, off-screen, Claire's cell phone has been taken away. The one that didn't even belong to her. And second of all, this cell phone thing is brought up as paramount in the beginning of the book and just does not appear for the rest of the book. They don't even circle back to it as, like, like an ending. Yeah. There's Um, also a thing at the birthday party. This is another big plot of the book, which is that Todd spills, like, grape juice on Massey's skirt. And then somehow that divulges into a conversation about... Massey saying, well, Claire, I bet you couldn't wear the same... I bet you couldn't go a month without repeating an outfit. Yeah. And then Claire says, well, Massey, I bet you couldn't go a month without shopping for a new outfit. And I feel like they yeah. sustain that bet for a little while, and then it, like, fizzles out. Because, like, at the end, Claire's, like... Like, they kind of scrap the whole idea yeah, exactly. to work yeah. on the costume. Right. There's. It's kind of like what we said about the last book, where there are too many plots happening. Yeah. And the narrative, the characters aren't strong enough as characters to carry a confusing narrative. Like, yeah. none of the characters, all the characters are completely flat. Like, none of them have This attributes. is like a House of Leaves style. Genuinely. Perfectly dis- or right. disorienting. Like, place. this new girl, Olivia, gets introduced, and literally the only thing we know about her is that she allegedly has had a nose job. And she's dumb, quote-unquote. And she's dumb. But it's like nothing else it's about like, her. just like, Lissy, like, gave up at the end. Yeah. I think that she gave up throughout the whole book, and I also think that she just was born a bad writer. Like, I think yeah. that, like, I don't think it was, like, an effort thing. I just think that she's, like, not good at yeah. writing. Yeah. Do you guys ever see Sausage Party? At the end of Sausage no. Party, they, like, give up. Like... And I think I feel similarly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, like the, do they go meta and they're like... Well, like, so at the end, they... You know, it's like an animated movie. Yeah. At the end, like, Seth Rogen's, like, face shows up. And then he's <laughs> like, I was a voice of an animated character the whole time. That's and kind of fun. Like, 
I don't more, think, more credit. I'm giving Sasuke credit. Yeah. I think that there was like a whole Me Too thing around that movie. Right? <laughs> <Sausage> <laughs> Genuinely, I think that people got offended because there was like some like, I think there was something. I never saw the movie, so I'm, I saw it with my dad. Awesome. Yeah, there's a giant uh, like orgy sex scene at the end with oh, all yeah. the grocery stores. So I think people alleged that that was like there was an yeah, a non-consensual part of that. Sh- yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was it was fucking gross. I mean, it wasn't. I definitely read like a description of like the it, orgy at the end. It was, like, like, I mean, like these off. grapes, like yeah, yeah. It was like it was pretty nuts. Yeah, and Kristen Wiig's character of like a euro. She's like something sexy. No, she's a yeah. hot dog bun. That's what she uh, is. Yeah, and the the whole like thing is that she just wants to get fucked really bad. Yeah. Like that's like her one goal is to get fucked. And um, the same thing happens with uh, I think Penelope Cruz is in it, oh. or <laughs> someone's in it and. She also just like her whole goal is to be fucked yeah. at the end. Oh yeah, exactly. Which, which is really all of our goals. Also, the girls yeah. of the goals of the girls yes. in this book, but they don't. Me. It's exactly what we were talking about last time. It's this like weird like shadow boxy sexuality where they don't actually want to get fucked. They mm-hmm. just like want to like experience the validation that comes with getting fucked. Yeah. Like there's very no, relatable, right? Which is like <laughs> yeah, we can get into that. So basically, they decide that they're gonna have this Halloween party. Um, not a lot happens in, like, the mall scene or anything besides, like, Mm -hmm. the other girls showing up randomly. It's all very confusing. It goes back to what we said about how it's poorly written, and it's, there is no reason that a novel for tweens should be in any way disorienting. Like, (laughs) it's clearly not, like, a stylistic choice. There's nothing that it's doing to us theory-wise. It's not making us think. It's just annoying. Because, like, Massey is like, oh, like, I want to go hang out with my friends, but I don't want them to hang out without me, so they have to come to the mall so that no one sees them and thinks that I'm not hanging out with them. Well, because Massey's authority is threatened. Exactly. At the beginning, yeah. at the top of the right. book, which is why they're having the party in the first place, is because... Those... Some girl says that she's slipping. Yeah, which is a bold claim. That which is, is a bold, bold claim. claim. And I think that we circle back to that with the ending, and we can talk about it more, but this is the first time that we really see any sort of vulnerability from Massey that isn't just totally internal monologue. There's, mm-hmm. like, an external vulnerability being presented, definitely. I guess, yeah. She's still so dick. Like, throughout the whole yeah. movie, she's such an asshole. And then, yeah. like, I feel like she never just gets her comeuppance, you no, know? No, she doesn't. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that more. Yeah. So, basically, they have this idea, then, where they're going to dress... And this is something that I think we can talk we should talk about for the majority of the episode where they have this idea where they're going to dress up as dirty devils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was like first of all I was like is that a vacuum? I was oh, thinking of right. dirt, dirt, dirt devils. Dirt devils. I'm sure that's This is the kind of thing where the book almost loses me because there is no way in hell where because they literally say to the parents like hey we're going to be dirty devils. Like yeah. there's no way in hell that that would ever Yeah. Like, with any parent, like, my, when I dressed up as Maureen from Rent, I wore fishnets under shorts, and my dad said I looked like a whore. Exactly. <laughs> like, and, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and, I'm gonna read the description of this, these costumes that they have. That, because, yeah, their parents consent because Inez, the housekeeper, like, sews them And them. as we get into this more, we talked about this on the last episode, but Inez is never seen on screen. Like, we never haven't a situation in which she even has any dialogue. It's literally like, oh, I told Inez to do something and, like, she has done it now. And Inez seemingly working 24-7, living yeah. on their property. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's a description of the Dirty Devil costumes. 
Red pleated micro minis, which were once frumpy knee-length skirts with long arrow-tipped tails sewed in the back, lined the foot of the bed. Above each one was a pair of gray boy shorts with kiss it written across the butt <laughs> in silver glitter. Tiny bat black petite batu tanks with strategically placed rips and tears were splayed out like a fan. Massey checked the top left side of each one, the spot usually reserved for the designer's logo, to make sure her instructions were per- properly executed. They were. Red stitching personalized each girl's costume. Massey Devil, Kristen Devil, Alicia Devil, Dylan Devil, and Claire Devil. Massey could barely look at the last one. It just didn't belong. Right beside Bean's doggy bed was a tiny black shirt that said Bean Devil across the back. But Mackie, Massey was too upset to smile. Bean devil. Bean devil. Bean devil. <laughs> um, so and, uh, later on, when they first put the dirty devil costumes on, uh, Massey says that they look like a gang of sexy fembots <laughs> on a mission to take over suburbia. So, which is like ew, what? Ew. First of all, they're not even like, in suburbia. They're like in like several financial strata above. Right. Yeah. And they're also like. This is the, like, so they are literally dressed in, like, sexy costumes. To school. They were to, to school. school. And that's exactly. what starts the whole uniform thing. Yeah. But the, to me, the, the, the nail in the coffin is the boy shorts that say, kiss it. Kiss it. Which yeah. is, <laughs> like, what? Also, kiss, I guess kiss my ass is the meaning there, but that's never implied. Kiss it. Kiss right. it. Yeah. It's like yeah, Bart it, Simpson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, um, like, so Victoria's Secret has the brand Pink that right. was, like, being marketed at, like, teenage girls. Yeah. And you would go into Pink sometimes and there would be, like, full-on, like, strappy lingerie. And yeah. I remember as a, like, you know, like a 12-year-old looking at my mom and being like, is this for me? Like, I don't, yeah. like... Well, I definitely, I definitely own Halloween-themed underwear from Pink that I bought in, like, not even high school. Like, I would say, like, college. And I was like, this is sexy. Hold um, on. Are you saying that you still have underwear that you bought as a middle schooler? No, as a as a freshman in college. Okay. I still have underwear. Okay, okay, okay. If I did, I would... I, I would not. If I was as skinny as I was in seventh grade. I had, like, a really bad flashback today. Like, why does it work? I don't know why. Of, like... How I, when I was making out with someone my freshman year of college, I was wearing, like, these underwear that I had literally bought in middle school that were, like, too small. And I was like, why did I have underwear for that long? But it's just the kind of thing, really, you never think to throw away underwear. You just kind of, like, the the ones that make it, like, you just kind of keep wearing them. Underwear. And it was laundry day, and I, yeah. Most of my underwear, I feel like, has come from in my stockings. Like on on Christmas Day, which okay. means it's like Hanes. That's <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Variety pack. Um, but I have underwear that says "Not your boo" is one of them oh, for gross. pink across the ass. Like yeah, that? across the ass, and the other one is "Bad Witches Only," which I feel like is adjacent to "Kiss It." Yeah, but at least that's themed, you right? Know? No one's writing just "Kiss It" on their butt. Kiss it. Kiss it. Kiss yeah. it. <laughs> um. So, and Massey, the first time she puts the outfit on, she li- it literally says in the narration that it leaves little to the imagination. And so I just want us to... Ew! Yes, I want oh, us yeah. to, like, keep Gross. in mind that these are 12-year-old girls yeah. that we're talking... Like, it's sad. It is sad, and it's upsetting. And it's, like, this weird thing where, like, you... As a 12-year-old, at least in my experience, I didn't really want anything to do with sexual... Like, sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to have sex. I, like... 
But I... Because you, you are this, a like, child. Right. Yeah. But you have this idea in your head that you want to be sexy. Yeah. Like, that's why these books were so exciting to read, because it was like, you were reading about these girls being so hot and sexy and like yeah. strutting down the hallways in school in these outfits, but then like... But as a 12-year-old, you don't register, these are 12-year-olds, you know? You're exactly. like, these are so fucking cool. Right. And I think that also as a 12-year-old, you think that you are sexy. Like, I <laughs> yeah. remember, like... I did not think I was sexy in seventh grade. I didn't think I... I definitely... I didn't think personally I was sexy, but I thought that, like, if I would have been hot or I would have been, like, capable of being sexy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. You would have been able to, like, seduce. Like, I had right. friends who... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, like, my, like, maybe my sophomore year of college, I was, like, convinced that my teacher wanted to... Not my, not my sophomore year. My sophomore year of high school, I was convinced that my teacher, like, wanted to leave his wife for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I... What, the English? Other day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what other... Yeah. And I was, like, con- I was, like oh, like, he, like, wants to leave his wife for me, like, and I just, now I look at pictures of myself as, like, a sophomore in high school, and I'm, like, (laughs) literally have not gone through puberty yet, like, it's just, like, this insane thing where, like, young men, I don't think, think of themselves as, like, being sexy or something. (laughs) I think, I think some of it is also that, like, that is, like, you know, what society is, like, telling us to do yeah, with totally. ourselves. And you watch, like, like what were the shows we were watching? Pretty like, Little Liars. Girl, Pretty Little Liars. Where, like, the girls are hot. Like, yeah. they're wearing heels to school and they're, like... And they, they are like, fucking teachers. And, and yeah. they also know how to fuck. Like, exactly. These girls know how to ride dick. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, um, so you're like the American teenager. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, like, glamorize, like, teen pregnancy. Like, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Where she, like, got pregnant at band camp with that really hot guy, and she was like, I didn't no. even know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, I oh, just like, made him I come could be a mom. so hard. Yeah, like, exactly. Mom, for sure. Right, yeah. That's what I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was like, I could do it. I remember thinking, like, if I got pregnant as a teen, I think I could handle it. Well, I thought that you would get pregnant pretty much any time you had sex. Like, you know, like that yeah. was. Kind I'm of still like, kind of in that. That's part yeah. of the deal. I think mean, it's true, you know. Yeah, so the a big update since we last recorded is that I had to get my IUD taken out. Um, yeah. Because of uh, complications due to just my uterus in general. And now I'm like literally convinced that I'm like going to get pregnant, like, and I'm like using condoms. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Yeah, so we're in these dirty devil costumes, and it brings up a another recurring theme from the last book, which is Dylan's weight. Yeah. Um, And so she says, uh, the last time I was skinny enough to wear something like this, I was in pampers. Skinny enough to wear something this skimpy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, Saying that she was in diapers. Which is sad. um, Just like that all, like I get what Lisey was trying to say, but the fact that a seventh grader would bring that up. Right. It's sad, and it's also this weird thing where it's, like, compulsively she, like, feels like she needs to, like, make her body sexually appealing. Mm -hmm. It's just very strange to me. And also, we have the recurring question, which is, is Dylan actually fat? Yeah. Or is it just, like, she just says, you don't think so? I don't think Dylan is fat. Yeah. But also, I think because there's um, a movie based off it, I and, like, the imagery yeah. off the covers, I just don't. There's never any hint to the fact that she's, like, actually right. fat. Yeah. And, and if I she was, would she be popular? That's what I was going to say. I don't yeah. think she'd be in the group. Because her mom's, like, was... Kathy Griffin or something. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, like, in the summer series. You Mary Lee Marvel. Marvel. Right. Oh, yeah. we, I can't wait to get to the summer series. Those yeah. are the only ones I haven't read, I think. Oh. I read Oh, you read for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I remember them all. So I don't know. I also 
also don't think I, I think I read Massey's, but I don't yeah. think I read Alicia's Alicia's is so good because she goes to Spain, so. Yeah, with her, with her Well, that's what we were talking cousins, about, so yeah. we were like, is Alicia Latina or is she Spanish? I think she's a Spaniard, or, well, she speaks Spanish. Right. Um, but I, but that could mean that she's yeah, she's Spanish. from Spain, yeah. Yeah. I think she's is Spanish. Yeah. Because we were talking about whether or not there was, like, anyone <laughs> that wasn't there. white in, yeah. in the pretty committee, but I don't think there is. Her last name is Rivera. Yeah, My mom's maiden name is oh. Rivero. Interesting. You could have almost could... been Alicia. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an Alicia though. No. I think I'm a Claire through and through. I don't think you're a Claire. Really? Yeah. I Who think am you're I? Claire. I think you're Claire's like kind a... of a, a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Claire kind of sucks. Claire's I like think as that... mean, if not meaner, than Massey at some points. <laughs> okay. Genuinely, and I think yeah. that we get into that slightly in this book. Um, but I think, and this is controversial, but I think you're something of a Dylan. Okay. I can see that. I guess I don't... Do you love candy? I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. The one... Fi- yeah. I do, and I dress pretty, like... I, well, she doesn't dress, like, androgynously. Androgynously, no. but, um... She, but, like, is kind of like a tomboy. Right, and yeah. Dylan's very, like, affable, in a way. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Well, like, she's, like, she is pretty easygoing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty cool. As, they, as their characters develop more and more, I mean, Dylan and Kristen are definitely the two most, like normal. But as you think about it, like, yeah. there's no... Kristen's super sporty, though. Yeah. But that's it. That's all we know about Kristen is she's sporty and yeah. poor. But also, but, yeah. there's this weird digression in this book where she tells Darrington, which we'll get into, she tells Darrington that she's gonna take him to a major, major league soccer game. Which, bitch, she can't afford it. I know! Poor, I'm like, yeah. she can't afford it. She's poor. Like, Darrington, look the other way, brother. Like, Do we learn <laughs> she's poor in the first book? Yes. Yeah. Because they, she... I feel like they don't bring it up in the second one. No, they don't. It's, it's, like, dropped. It's just the whole, like, the whole outfit change thing. Right. Yeah. Which is such Which a is trope That's, that's a conservative thing yeah. of her parents more than... Well, well. also, now I need to know, what, what click character do you think I am? What click I think that you are... That's tough. I think you're, like, a Dylan-Claire hybrid. Yes. Oh, okay, I think that you fair. are definitely more of a Claire than Michelle is, because I can see you feeling persecuted and, like... <laughs> you can <laughs> all the costs. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what you are. I, like... I think you are You're a, so dynamic. <laughs> that's a hard thing, is, like, it's hard to type people as these characters, because these characters, yeah. like, genuinely don't have a lot of personality. Because the thing is, I have to say that you also kind of have a Dylan streak to you. Yeah, because I'm, because I'm fat, because I'm fat. No, I think you have, like, a Dylan, a little bit of Massey in you, I would yeah. say. And maybe a little bit of Claire. I think I definitely have more Massey than anybody in this room, because I have, like... Sure. Because I've been... I think you're very honest, which is where your Massey comes out. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm also controlling. I think I'm more controlling than anybody in this room. Yes, I would agree with that. You, yeah, yeah you, though I want to be more of a Massey, my, you would be better at being, like, a popular and mean girl than I would be, I think, sure. which is where I become a Claire and you become a Massey. Right, but also neither of us have ever had the opportunity. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not if you had the chance. Yeah, yeah well, none I of think... us are in Alicia, I don't think, and none of us no. are Kristen. I'm or not... Elaine. Um, racially, I'm an Alicia. <laughs> but, we, but we think Alicia's white, like she's, she's Spanish. Not... Yeah, but she, oh, true, 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 but she speaks Spanish. I don't know if she speaks it fluently, yeah. or if it's like a joking... Spanish. That's like we need thing. to know. I guess we have to reread the summer series. You gotta series. wait till the summer series. Yeah. The, summer series uh, we're really into like racially typing people on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. We gotta sure. know. As a fellow yeah. Hispanic. Yeah. I resonate. Um, yeah. So... Basically, the pretty committee decides to wear these costumes to school, but mm-hmm. Claire gets left out of the loop. Um, honestly, thank God for her. But 
Claire gets left mad. out of the loop. Well, she's mad, of course, but it ends up being kind of a good thing for her because what effectively happens is that uh, the pretty committee starts a sex riot at school. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, because the other thing, like, they get called to the principal's office and the principal's like, I have never seen girls, like, display their bodies well, like Well, the this. nurse gets involved. Yeah. Before yeah. that, the nurse, because Claire doesn't even squeal. Like, she was going to, I think, and then she decides <laughs> against it, but then, like... Because she goes to the nurse's office for some reason. For fun. So it, we, <laughs> learned, <laughs> yeah. right. we learned that Claire and the nurse in Lane, like, that's a group. Like, yeah. that's a clique. Like, yeah. Claire goes in. Uh, like, nurse Adele. Yeah. And I'm a total Lane. I changed my, I think I'm a total Lane. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't bring this up earlier. Lane snacked this book. Last snack, last book, it was oatmeal. This book, it is popcorn and mustard. Yeah, strange. But did I try Ew. it as a kid? Yeah. 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 What? She eats popcorn and mustard. And you tried it? Yeah. It's Gross. not bad, but it's also just, like, not great. <laughs> yeah, no. sure. Yeah, this is, like... I mean, movie theater, you know, you get a movie theater hot dog, you get some popcorn, you accidentally squirt some of your mustard. Yeah, you popcorn. accidentally squirt. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Um, you get scared in the scary movie. Right, exactly, yeah. and you just squirt. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there is this weird, I, I made note of this, there's a weird friendship that's developing between Claire and the nurse, and then secondarily Lane is yeah. also there. And yeah. she Claire's a little like, bit annoyed with Lane in this book. It seems like Claire's always annoyed with Lane, because it seems like everybody's always annoyed yeah. with Lane. It seems like Lane is annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Claire, like, Lane, like, follows Claire into the nurse's office, and Claire's like, ugh. Why can't you just leave me alone? Yeah, I'm hanging out with my cool friend, the nurse. The nurse, yeah. Do you think that the nurse is, like, young? Yeah, I bet she's young and yeah, hot. Yeah, well, she's young and hot and, like, a Miss Honey type character. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. imagine her being. And then when she, this and the other student comes in, because the student, like, cuts themselves. <sighs> like, yeah. Try, well, like, in an attempt Trying to make to, a sexy shirt. To make, like, a similar d- dirty yeah. devil shirt. So basically what happens is the girls shows up, the girls show Leading up out. as... Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the girls show up in costume as the Dirty Devils, and the other girls at school start in, almost immediately cutting the, and it's fall, so cutting the sweaters yeah. that they're wearing into like costumes. Like Mean Girls. Exactly. And, and this, this is pre-Mean Girls. Is, uh, this is what I wanted to bring up. This is pre-Mean Girls when Regina George famously gets the holes cut out of her shirt so that her bra shows on yeah. her boobies. And, um, <laughs> her boobies. <laughs> and... I think that this is exactly like that, where within minutes, girls are cutting their shirt to look yeah. like Regina. And that, I mean, like, that is too similar to this scene. Yeah, And this exactly. was 2004. Well, there's a lot of tropes. I mean, like, even with uh, Kristen having mm-hmm. to change outfits, that is something I've seen a lot in a lot of young adult movies. Yeah. Right, which never happens in real life. No. It's true. Yeah. You're so, yeah. If you, got, you know, usually you kind of get what you get. Yeah. Right. You know, and the idea of waking up at crack of dawn to do your outfit and right. stuff is unrealistic. However, yeah, I exactly. do remember reading an E. Howe article as like a sixth grader <laughs> that was like how to wear makeup without your mom knowing. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Um, and well, I used well, to do you remember put, any tips? Yeah, it was just like, oh, well, if you're going to put your makeup on in the school bus, um, wait for it to be like stopped at a stoplight <laughs> or like a stop sign so that like you can apply without right. like hitting bumps or anything. That's smart. Uh, and it was like make sure to wash your face before you go home from school, like shit like that because I I wore eyeliner one day. Yeah, so that's then a hard on one the school bus I put this is insane. I put red eyeliner on and I got to school <laughs> and everybody asked me if I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> How do so you have funny. red eyeliner? I got it at hot topic. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Cool. I I actually now I think about it remember a time or two where I did the Kristen thing where I was wearing pants 
and I would I would get to yeah. like a party and I would drop the pants and make <laughs> shorts because my parents when I was in high school insisted this is high school not middle school but like they insisted on picking me up from every party so oh, I, I either yeah. drove myself or got picked up by yeah. both my parents and they always like they'd roll up and like just like eyeball everyone you know just, yeah. Like, so I used to have to get blackout drunk by like 11 p.m. <laughs> so you could calm down. So yeah. I would, pa- yeah, I would like parties that were hosted by my friends. I would get really blackout drunk, vomit everywhere, and then I'd fall asleep and I'd wake up at 2 a.m. to get picked up. <laughs> like, that was like one time where I famously like missed everyone that came to the party to see me. Like my friends I invited, like I didn't see any of them because I just like you're just asleep. Famously fell asleep. <laughs> and that then is I so funny. Woke up, my parents picked me up, and I was like. Totally like, hey, chilling. what's up? Yeah, I was yeah. like, hey, everything's great. But I was wearing pants this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I took my pants off. So that, what we're saying is the Kristen changing thing actually does happen. It does, yeah. Right, because yeah. your parents, were your parents weird about you wearing shorts? Um, Just like skimpy they shorts? They were just like so, um, I grew up, I think I conservatively is yeah. how my parents preferred me to dress. Right. Or else I'd get comments. Was it, so like oh. comments, but was it explicitly like, Michelle, you won't wear those shorts out of the house? Or was it like... My dad calling me a whore. Yeah, no, it was, you won't wear those out of the house. Or, like, you should change or put some pants on. Right. It wasn't like, you look like a character in a No. I also didn't get to go out that often. I didn't go out very often until I started driving, so. Yeah. That also accounted for, because I felt like I missed out on so much that I was like, well, I gotta start. You know, I gotta do it all right now. Right, exactly. So if I'm going out, I'm going out fucking hard. Yeah, yeah for sure. Really oh, happen. wow, okay. Yeah. So, basically, <coughs> the girls get called into the principal's office, and... Massey is immediately says, well, my parents raised so much money for the school and this is how they treat us. So I know that Michelle and I both went to private school Mm -hmm. in high school. You went to public school, but I had like several interactions with girls who, um, I wouldn't say they bullied me, but I would say they tormented me, um, (laughs) who didn't get in trouble because their parents gave a lot of money. So that's real. It is real. Wow. Um, so basically my junior year and this had i'd heard about it happening to girls before like girls whose parents gave a lot of money to the school Mm -hmm. like didn't get in trouble for things but basically my junior year um not unlike massey um some girls threatened to hang me um later on in the book they say that they're gonna because of the uniform thing they're gonna hang massey by her scarves uh, up the flagpole where basically on the senior class facebook page these girls were threatened to hang me because i had been tweeting jokes not about them specifically but about just the idea of them yeah uh, i never mentioned any names i do remember you telling me about this, yeah um, which is very cool to me i think yeah and these... if only that you had a twitter presence in 11th grade in high school right exactly <laughs> and everybody and my school the girls lived and died by my twitter let me tell you it was the gossip girl of yeah. my high school um but basically, these girls on the senior class Facebook page said that they were going to hang me. Um, and That's crazy. And you're I love part the of racial that group, though. right? So I wasn't on the group. I was, oh, okay. a, I was a junior, and they were seniors. Oh. And they were mad that I was challenging their authority as seniors. That was literally the reason for the rift, is that so there was crazy. a door to the lunchroom that only the seniors would go through, and I would walk That's through it. That's so funny. Yeah. And if you weren't a senior and you walked through the door, they would push you and say, senior door, senior door. <laughs> That's fucking nuts, yeah. man. And I have a similar situation where um, we had this thing called, I think it was Welcome Day or something, and the person that did this is actually famous now. But, um, <laughs> so we had this thing called Welcome Day where every class is like a different mm-hmm. theme and stuff, and the seniors had this tradition where during welcome day someone would call out like seniors and then the seniors would all rise at the same time well we were the like 
uh, like United States juniors. We were like some sort of like a patriotic <laughs> junior theme. Yeah. And the um, United States juniors. The United States. That's actually my improv yeah. team's theme. <laughs> we we were like some like sort of like patriotic theme. I'm pretty sure. Or no. Or we were the Jackson Five juniors. What are you fucking talking about? We were the Jackson Five but the, juniors. But there are more than five juniors. Yeah. It was, it was just, it had to be like a rhyme. So everybody was doing blackface? No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, that would have not been funny. Um, but, but we uh, did that thing where we were like juniors and everyone stepped at the same time and the seniors were so mad that someone who is now famous, like, is it blackish? No, that's Yashihidi and she is two years younger than me. Um, this famous person. This famous person shoved someone in my class and was like, you don't fucking do that because. <gasps> The juniors did that, and they were so mad. And, and I think that that's famous and a total dick and shouldn't be. I yeah. think that I think that that's common though with all girls' school is a lot of aggression, yeah. like just physical manifestations of aggression. Yeah. Also, like authority threats are just like to people in high school. I feel like it's yeah, just it's very. So I would go through the senior door, and I also tweeted something about the seniors being stupid and territorial, and so they threatened to hang me. And basically, the girl who like, led the charge. She was in my... I was in the remedial religion class. Um, <laughs> they had one of those? Yeah, only... I I wasn't remedial religion, but I was in it because I had an orchestra, the same bell that all the other juniors took religion. Because I was the only junior in orchestra, I think. Very cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I played the cello. I was kind of like the leader of the cello section. <laughs> Everybody kind of looked up to me. I made them all laptop stickers. Oh, um, that's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Everybody... Uh, was really into me as like that sort of like position of leadership. No one ever challenged my you authority were, you in that were way. You were the Massey of your challenge. I, yeah, I was the Massey of the <laughs> very much the Massey of the orchestra. Um, so basically, what happened um, was this girl who would never said anything to my face. Um, she, all the other girls like couldn't participate in like senior prank day after mm-hmm. that, it, but they let her because her parents were like primary donors. The even main though, girl. Yeah. Then why even have the fucking punishment? Exactly. No. And she, um, I don't know what she's doing now, but she... I hope she's famous. I hope that she's, she's she might also be famous. Um, we can double check on that. But yeah, so that's, like, threats of violence, I guess, against high scores. Like, I remember, and then I got in trouble for the tweets, and they tried to take my phone away, and then I said, because I was, like, a, a little shit, I was like, well, call my dad and ask him if you can take my phone away, and they wouldn't. And my parents literally never heard about the entire situation until Whoa. I told them, like, two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Whoa, that's Like, crazy. that's how fucked up, like, the politics of this school were. That is fucked up. Uh, recently, I got into a fight with the school's marketing director um, in the comments on a Facebook post. Your high school? Yeah, because, like, <laughs> they posted... I was drunk. They posted something stupid. Well, now we have to hear. Yeah. So, what the fuck? We can get into it because I feel like it says a lot about this. Um, sure, we'll keep it in. Yeah, definitely <laughs> keep this in. Um, but basically, they were posting about they're having a seminar on like whether or not your girls are ready for modern college culture led what? by two priests. And I was like, it seems kind of messed up that like you would have a seminar on modern college culture led by two priests, and then the marketing director, thinking she was posting as the school, like tried to <laughs> clap back at me, but actually was just posting from her personal account. That's very funny. Um, and then a bunch of people backed me up, so that was really cool to see. Thank you so much, um, my That's fellow crazy. classmates. Um, but basically, um, this really reminds me sort of to um, introduce the boys. So we have Darrington. Yeah. 
Um, Derek Harrington. Derek yeah. Harrington, who goes by Darrington. Who only wears shorts. Who only wears shorts, and so Massey thinks that he's gross, which is, that's a big thing with middle school boys, which is, like, being tough enough to only wear shorts, even in the yes. winter. Yeah. Um, and then, um, Cam are the two big boys in I this fucking one. hate Cam. I have to say it. Okay, we're gonna have to get into that in yeah. a minute, because that's interesting, but basically the boys are, uh, they come, girls are running up to the girls as they're dressed up as the dirty devils and saying, don't worry, the Briarwood boys have already heard about this and they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while some, while simultaneously a girl's bleeding out in the nursing Yes, yeah, so, okay, we'll yeah. get back to that. But. Well, because a girl gets sent to the, the reason why they get reported, the girls get reported is because a girl tries to cut her shirt in half mm-hmm. and like sustains a wound <laughs> that yeah. is bleeding profusely. And the nurse has to get involved. It is a weird description right, of her yeah. because, like, you're like, why is this girl bleeding? And then they're like, oh, she was cutting her shirt. But that's not where my mind went first. Right. That's no, kind exactly. of why I wanted to bring that up. I thought it was going to be period related yeah. again. Yeah. I find it funny that you both went to public school, middle schools, because I went to up, like, K through 8 yeah. type Catholic school. And I had a couple of friends that had transferred to my school from public school, so I had, like, some connections to the local public schools. And, like, there were multiple times during the school carnival that happened every October where we were like, oh, there's going to be a fight happening <laughs> at the local movie theater's parking structure. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, fuck, dude, Shayla's going to go nuts on, like, this one girl. It was girls and, fighting? Yeah. And, it, and they, everyone would be like, let's go, let's go. And then, like, you would watch, like, a horde of public school kids, like, exit the Catholic school yeah. premises. Uh, but, like, I had to go ask my mom, and she said no. Right, yeah. So I would just be hyping everyone up. Mom, like, there's a fight going did. on. I have to... Yeah, I would tell everyone there was a fight. I was like, Shayla's about to fucking be your ass. That is so funny. And, like, the... We would hear stories about, like, the local public school kids, like, piercing their lips in the bathroom. Whoa, Yeah, in the shit. bathroom during school with paper, like, uh, paper clips. Like, that is... Diaper clips. Ooh, so. that's oh, insane. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So yeah. my boyfriend um, went to... Say, they went to Catholic school forever and they had these like middle school mixers. Yeah, we never had And it that used shit. to be like everybody could come, but then they stopped letting public school kids in. Yeah, public school kids were fucking insane. crazy, dude. I just wanted to the show. They stopped letting public school kids in because it won a kid brought in <laughs> a knife. A kid brought a knife. Yeah, I bet. I and they <laughs> they tear gassed. Oh no. Yeah. Wait, the student or the Yeah, no, they tear gassed the entire crowd. So it was a crowd of sixth and seventh graders. <laughs> Wait, the student tear gassed? That or the teachers? No. Oh no! Oh no! The cops too! Oh no! <laughs> An entire crowd of sixth graders. Um, One time, my friend Griffin faked a seizure <laughs> <laughs> to get out of graduation practice. That rules. Really high school graduation? No, elementary school. Dude, we were in eighth grade. He faked a seizure. <laughs> How does one fake a seizure? Well, he didn't, like... Did he have, like, a history of seizures? No, and he did it wrong. Because, okay. like, so my, my brother has epilepsy, so, like, I've seen seizures actually happen. Um, but my friend Griffin wanted to get out of, like, eighth grade graduation practice, so he just, like, froze up and, like, <laughs> fell backwards off his chair in sitting position. So, like, kind of, like, rigor mortis almost. Or he just, like, cr- like his legs stayed in, like, this position. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he uh, was just, like, staring blankly. And the teacher was like, oh, God. <laughs> they called an ambulance and <laughs> we stopped. Practicing. See, if I was trying to fake something, it would be I would fake faint, I think, personally. Yeah. Oh, I, I fainted for real no, during a sixth grade choir concert. <laughs> 
You what? I fainted for real during a sixth grade choir concert. You lo- really? locked your legs it? up too locked much on that riser. Went down. Dude, so I always think about that. I feel like that's like the that way. happened that... to me a lot as a kid. I kept locking my legs during choir. Interesting. <laughs> they said it always happened to girls with blue eyes. My teacher oh, would no. always tell me. Yeah. Oh, she's like, oh, well, you have blue eyes, so. <laughs> I almost fainted at a Brockhampton concert. I saw, like, I couldn't oh, breathe. Oh, that Brockhampton. Because the yeah. air in the pit was, like, so... Just that like, shit yeah. was so crazy. Breathed through that it was so hard to breathe and that the, like, I could feel the Was it the, the one you went to in LA? Or yeah. One? Okay, cool, cool. And I could feel the blackness, like, tightening in. And I remember I had a bunch of weed on me. And so I thought to myself, and I've never, I've never fainted before. So, yeah. And I really want to. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I, could, you faint. I could let myself faint right now. And then eventually, you know, end up in the wake up in the hospital. My parents would be like, "You don't wake up in the hospital. If you faint, you don't wake up in the hospital. If you faint, people pick you up and you're like, oh, you fainted. Fainting is not a big deal. As someone who's fainted a lot. Well, I had seen a bunch of people get carried out already. Right. So I was like, but I don't think I think you would have like gone down briefly and then got back up. Yeah, I was just like, I could either do that and then risk people finding out what's in my pockets, or I could just soldier carried out. Right. It was fucked up, dude. When the security guard. God, so I like I went like this is a security guard and I was like I need to get up. He grabbed he said they grab you by like your shoulders and go like this like to pull you out. This guy literally grabbed me by my shoulders, tried to pull me out, and went, Oh, you're a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Aw. And I got pulled out. He had to get his friend out. <laughs> Two guys. Like a pair of suspenders, just like <laughs> Two guys oh had to pull me out. And I was so I was so faint that I was just like, Aw. Yeah. Like, being, like ragdolled. Like, so, yeah. You want to so last night my my boyfriend got really drunk and he fell asleep on top of the covers. And he wouldn't wake up, and so I had to pick him up and put him <laughs> under the covers. Um, you carried him like a Yeah, it was, like, off. really embarrassing. Um, I've, like, a month ago, I tried to try on his jeans, because they were just, like, laying around, and that put me back, I like, a never. whole three yeah, years in my eating cycle. Being, yeah, being the bigger person in any relationship it's is painful. just, yeah. Yeah, but but definitely with, with two women, it's different than being a man and a woman. And being yeah. A different, my ex used to be, like... Oh, I just like broke 120. Yeah, I, was, I remember that day. I really had to take a. Yeah, I had was like yeah. one day and I had to like take a minute to yeah. really fucking process. Yeah, that's what. It's too much. I lie on everything. 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 My weight, I lie. Yeah, that I lie about my weight all the time. And the, the weight that I lie about is still more yeah. than my boyfriend weighs, like oh, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So, yeah, so basically, um,. So Massey's all entitled in this meeting, and Massey thinks that she can buy everything away. And basically, with Lisey's writing style, it's like, yeah, she can probably buy everything away. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is like the first the on- and only time I would say that Massey is ever, like, reprimanded for her yeah, actions. Exactly. Because even the way her parents talk to her, like, they tell her like, she's disappointed, but they, that they're just yeah. like, they never, we like... we don't see her parents talk to her. It says that she had a two-minute, her dad gave her a two-minute lecture on, like, respecting school authority. Yeah, and her mom's always like, I hope you do this, you know? Yeah. It's like... It the, sure would be bad. There's no discipline, you, yeah. and, like, no. Massey's such a fucking dick. And she's I, a brat. And this is, like, the only time where it's, like, the whole school's mad at Massey. You know? mm-hmm. And she, for like, I feel like for two pages, she actually is like dealing with it because she's like, oh god, like everyone's pissed. Exactly. But yeah. I think that she is something of a sociopath, and that yeah. all of it just is funneled through like what, she, like what, how it affects her. Yeah, she's super selfish. Yeah. And I mean, and it's like a half-ass almost discipline because mm-hmm. almost immediately she turns it into like a business opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cri- crypto feminism is what we described. Yeah. <laughs> it is crypto yeah. feminism. It genuinely yeah. is. Um, and so now, um, 
the the party happens. Mm-hmm. The boy uh, girl. Oh, the theme of it because Massey has hired a famous party person to plan Landon. it. Landon. Landon, yeah, who loves caffeine. I guess that's a big like inside joke between Massey and Claire. Is that's like one of their like few like moments of bonding. Is they're yeah. like this bitch loves caffeine, which is very yeah, uh, you know. Um, but she the theme of the party that this Landon has come up with is when hell freezes over, which is kind of a good theme. <laughs> it is a good theme. Yeah, we were talking about this before recording. Um, it's a great theme because you can have both iced stuff and devil and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You it's can be fun. a massy devil. Yeah. Claire devil, Alicia devil, bean yeah. devil. Bean devil, yeah. <laughs> devil. Um, yeah, so the party's going on. And There's it is a, a boy-girl party. It is a boy-girl party. It's how, they keep calling it the Halloweenie party Ugh. which it's disgusting to me the way these kids talk about anatomy it's horrifying yeah i couldn't tell if that was on purpose a dick joke but i, I guess it is i think that it is and i think that like there it's like we keep going back to it i keep pressing this personally but it, there is this weird like shadow boxy element of desire where mm-hmm. like kids are like like they're like oh penis but it's like <laughs> if massey saw a penis she would freak out yeah, yeah. and, and I, she, yeah. they paint at that the yeah. fact that she doesn't actually want any because at the party yeah. like Alicia is like a sex fucking demon. Yeah, there's yeah. some. Yeah, like, Alicia's like, oh, let's yeah, play kiss and be kissed. And yeah. like, which is a weird game because the rules make it seem like you always have to be kissing someone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah exactly. if you're not, like, someone will force you to kiss. Yeah, and Massey's yeah. very uncomfortable. Because, yeah, Massey, these girls keep asking Massey before the party if they're going to be like makeout spots. Like, right. I and mean, like, out of order. Out of do you order guys remember bathroom. boy girl parties? Or, mm-hmm. like, did you have boy-girl parties in middle school? Because the closest thing I had was, like, going to my friend Caroline's attic and we would all make out and gender didn't matter. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We had, like, parties where the whole class was invited, but because, like, I went K through 8th with the same grade, I, like, there was never anyone in my class. I mean, I dated this guy, Jeremy, for, like, a weekend, but, like, <laughs> I mean, like, there were never guys in my class where I was, like, oh, at the party, like, what's up? Yeah. Although my friend definitely got fingered during class. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, in, like, 6th class. Or Great. Yeah, no. I'm not gonna say who. She's a good friend of mine, but it was gross. I remember, <laughs> yeah, someone's birthday party, and it was like she had divorced parents, so like oh, that was a really, yeah. you know, it was her dad's house. Big party, and at the end of the night, we were playing truth or dare, and then I got dared to kiss someone. And I did. And then the next day, I was texting my friend who's also there like, ah, you know what, I think, I don't know, like, I think he kind of liked me. Like, I think there was, like, a spark there. And then she was like, well, actually, we're dating now. So, <laughs> <laughs> which was true. Yeah. Well, and, like, that's what, like, we've been talking about is that, like, when you are, like, a child and dating, like, there's no expectation of sex with dating. Yeah. Like, anybody could be dating. conceivably be dating. You also have, like, no idea of, like, a timeline because, like, you're not in control of your schedule, really. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's, like... When I dated Jeremy, we, like, got together on a Friday. It was a long weekend. I realized <laughs> kissed that Friday. On Sunday, I realized that your I didn't want to be with him. No, my first kiss was with, with Sebastian's cousin. I don't know his name. <laughs> but it was, like, a trip where, like, a bunch of families from my elementary school class went camping together. And, like, Sebastian, this kid from my class, who mm-hmm. ended his up... His cousin came. He left in, like, fifth grade. Yeah, his yeah. cousin came on the trip, and we smooched. And that sounds I, hot. My mom saw... Yeah. Like a vague recollection of I that. remember that being like a big thing when I was in middle school is like, did my parents see me kiss? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, so we would go, like, we would have what we called after parties, which were like, a- after any school event, we would go to my friend Caroline's attic and we would put on Glee and turn off all the lights. And she was like, it's like a rich family. Thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Have I not told you about this before? No. I don't know. Yeah. What it is? It just sounds yeah. like a free for all sex party. So you said basically was. was this like a, a queer awakening for you or no? It was like a queer awakening for everybody in the room. It was like. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but basically we would turn on Glee. <laughs> and sexy, that's why you were, you were primed for this after you searched right. Will Schuster masturbation. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> um, masturbation scene? Uh, oh, I think just on fan fiction. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, um, basically we would turn off the lights and turn on Glee and Caroline's parents would come up to check on us periodically and we would tell yeah. them, we would tell them we turned all the lights off because it was hot and we didn't want the lights to <laughs> sure. make it hot. They and knew, right? They must have because it was like they would come up and be like four kids under a blanket. Like, Whoa. And it would be like 15 of us like just going nuts. <laughs> so was it always an even number? Was there ever an air like a situation where one person was left out and no it was there were people who got left out like systemically um not you not me um you have to really initiate yourself in those situations right i was assertive yeah Yeah. were you switching partners every time partners um not necessarily like there was certain like (laughs) it was it just like wasn't really like it was just like i we were all like turned on by like like the prospect, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like being there. You're super horny all the time, and you don't know what it means. I feel exactly. Like, yeah. So it was just kind of like anything, and the like the lights are off, and like it's like after school event, and yeah. it's just kind of like yeah, like we no used to, like, rules. We used to grind a lot. Like yes. I yeah. would dance on so many boys, and like I'm sure there's like a million like we'd always have like people would always throw uh, birthday parties and have like party buses. Oh to, like, wow! Take us, like the yeah. local like hibachi restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, when that would happen, like, on the party bus, like, there'd be, like, stripper poles and shit, and, like, everyone would just be, like, losing their mind. That's insane. Yeah. With, like... I was thinking you said sticks. your friend got fingered in class. Yeah. Like, imagine getting fingered at a hibachi restaurant was oh. just an image that came to I can only hope. I'm, my, yeah, my, my friend, she, um, she dated this dude in, like, seventh grade, uh-huh. and he, like, straight up, they would, he would finger her in class, and they always got caught making out. Yeah. They were, like, horny as hell. Like, it was unfathomable <laughs> how horny they were. There were, there are always the kids who were horny first. Yeah. In middle school. Yeah. Like, we, we had these two kids named Abby and, <laughs> I forget what the boy's name was, Jimmy. Abby and Jimmy. And they, Jimmy was in my advanced math class, but he was, like, hot. He was, like, the only, <laughs> he was the only, like, kid in advanced math who was like buff and like hot and he they started fucking in like seventh grade and everybody knew about it that sucks yeah and it was really tough like i think back on that now and it's like 12 year olds just objectively like they're all for choice and stuff but they shouldn't fuck like they don't know what it is yeah if you haven't gone through puberty yet (laughs) i'm gonna say that controversial statement if you haven't gone through puberty yet do not fuck yeah yeah Genuinely, I don't even yeah. think that like I hear about you know friends and stuff who were like fifteen when they had sex. Like I think fourteen, that, yeah, even. fourteen, yeah. That is, I like, was fucking like nineteen or twenty, I think, when right. I first. It's fucked. just like yeah. it's like I like think about that and I just like my heart hurts for them yeah. because it's just like yeah. I think you don't really understand it, and I think even in the moment, like like just like thinking about it, I'm sure they were like con like scared. conflicted in yeah. their head type mm-hmm. of thing. And then you think about it now and you're like, oh I'm sure that's like a traumatic thing. Yeah. Right. Which sucks. It um, does suck, yeah. So yeah. she's like in the moment I feel like because you have so much, like, raging through you. Right. Mm-hmm. You have so much time to masturbate as a 14. <laughs> well, I, like, yeah, and you don't even know that it's masturbating. You don't even know no, that No, exactly. Cool. But I mean, yeah. like, yeah. 
That's I, what you yeah. should be doing. Yeah, I remember I used to go home, like, after school and middle school, and I'd be the only one home for, like, an hour and a half or something. And after I'd be done watching, like, my Keenan and Kel, I would go to On Demand, and there would, like, be the adult channel. Yeah. And I would just, like, watch. They had, like, a bunch of, like, reality shows that were, like, sex-based. Sex. I love sex reality <laughs> Yeah, and I would just, Which like, watch them. I don't remember the name, but there was one where, like, they all lived in a house. It was, like, a free-for-all house. And then, like, every day they'd have, like, an excursion that they'd go on. Where it's, like, Ty- they got Tyra Mail. And yeah. like, a hint to where they'd go Foursome. On. Yeah, well, yeah. it was, like, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Foursome. The, is that what it was called? Foursome. Yeah, it was, like, four people living in a house and they all had to fuck. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I mean, might have been what it. But, like, the one It was, like, they were sticks, living in, like, the Playboy Mansion. Kind, kind of, yeah. yeah. The one that takes my out in my head is, like... They get a Tyra mail that's like, oh, yeah. we're going to take you to, like, a sex food place. And they, like, <laughs> oh. they, like fuck around with, like, sauces. Sex <laughs> and food? Never, ever. No. I think it's, like, it's, screaming infection. Yeah. Me too. It's, Sophie and I were just talking about earlier, like, the idea of shower sex and how, like, not it's pretty, good it is. It's it's not, it's not, it's not ever as fun as you think it's going to no, be. No, But it's, like, my thing is, like, why can't like I came home the other night and my boyfriend wanted to fuck in the living room and I was like we have in a your bedroom. basement. Mm, also, you better make sure your blinds are down. Yeah, just in your right. specific. Yeah, room. you have to do like prep for that. Yeah, you know? well, our blinds are always down because it's like right on the uh, like, yeah. street. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I don't even want anybody to see me like watching TV. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So basically. The party happens. They meet all the boys. So what? Let's get a rundown of like who likes who. Okay. So we don't know yet who Kim likes. Oh, at the who party. are the girls like at oh, the party? Sorry, yes. So Massey yeah. likes this boy named Cam. Yes. Cam's thing is he has one green eye and one blue eye, yeah. and he's maybe like, partially blind. You know, <laughs> yeah. Might be an icy blue eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would explain <laughs> so much of this book. Well, they call him like a husky. I just they say like a horny husky, <laughs> but his eyes are like very contrasting yeah. colors. Like yeah, almost exactly. Uncomfortable to look at. Probably. Yeah, not like a natural. Yeah, like, and he's like the brooding. Mysterious yeah. boy that ends up being a goofy goofball. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. For sure, goofy. And then um, uh, Kristen and Dylan both like this boy named Derek Harrington. Who likes Derek Harrington. Harrington. Yeah, and he... Um, He's the one who wears shorts. He only wears shorts, yeah. And um, there's a third boy, Vader. I totally... <laughs> Vader, the, the person dealer. dressed as <laughs> Vader. He's the guy passing out Molly. <laughs> yeah. I, if I would have taken Molly as a middle school, I don't think I would have ever looked back. Vader. No, My yeah. friend's coke dealer was chapter four. <laughs> I remember Vader, chapter four. Vader yeah. is not much better. No. <laughs> um, but so at the party, like lots of flirting goes down and both Dylan and Kristen make plans on different days to hang out with Darrington. Mm-hmm. And then um, Cam and Claire win the dance contest together. Yeah. Oh, and there's actually, there's also a thing where like, Massey, it, Claire was complaining, like, you aren't letting me meet any boys at this party. So Massey's like, okay, let me set you and Lane up with these two boys. Yeah, and then, like, the designated kiss area is an out-of-order bathroom. Yeah. Terrifying. Awful. What yeah. bathroom is that? So in it's my a head, bathroom. yeah, because there's pillows What involved. is a cabana? So when I first read that part where there, she's talking about how, like, every group of girls needs a place to chat, and that's why yeah. they, like, make this reg- a working bathroom out of order... I originally thought it was like a porta potty. Yeah. Like at this like backyard party. <laughs> I don't know. But then they talk about Dylan like readjusting the pillows behind her. So it Which makes me think gross. it's like, like some like loud. Like a changing. What room. is a cabana? A cabana. Because they like, have the sleepovers in the cabana too. It's like a like a poolside. Yeah, it's like a poolside like, like a house. Pool house. There's like four walls and like a roof. I mean I wouldn't say I wouldn't suggest sleeping in it. Okay. 
okay. as someone that is like a like has seen them before, okay. not that I own a cabana. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, Rich yeah. bitch or knows yeah. what a cabana is. Uh, I know. One of my is. biggest struggles with this book is like n- like having no concept in my head of like what a cabana is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a poolside thing. Yeah, okay. I think of like like hotels and like pool. Okay, so like a pool house where the pool boy lives. Yeah, but not a house. So it's, it's like, like a shack. Like it's a like a shack. shack. Okay. I'm so confused. Yeah. Two chairs and I guess a toilet in this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess they do because I I was picturing it like you know like when it's like a garden you go to like a, the Macy's bathroom and like it'll be like there like there or there's like oh there's a, a lounge a lounge for, like, yeah nursing. for nursing mothers yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is what I was picturing. But in the when when Claire and Elaine are sent in there, there's it says that it's too small for them to fit without Claire sitting on the toilet. Yeah. So where are their pillows involved? And that's gross. Yeah, it's say. not horny at all. Yeah. As two and boys walk in, and yeah. one of you's one of you's dressed as a so Lane is dressed as a couch potato, but everyone says she looks like a piece <laughs> of shit on the couch. <laughs> a couch poo. Yeah. <laughs> Which and is, then, yeah, the boys are dressed, one of them becomes Lane's boyfriend throughout the series. They're dressed as rock and roll. And this made me sad, which was that <laughs> Claire's, Claire's boy that she gets paired up with, he's wearing eyeliner. And she, like, is so It's very transphobic. It really yeah. is. She's, like, a boy wearing eyeliner. Yeah, and then she, yeah. like, massy bond over making fun of him. Yeah. Oh, my God, because they, they call, they're, like, you mean... Matt, Claire's like he was wearing eyeliner. She? Yeah, Matthew's like you mean she? And yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I think I there's a lot of transphobic. Yeah. There's a lot of like transphobic, homophobic stuff that happens in these books. Exactly. Because I think that it's really easy for like sex obsessed kids to like get really into like gender policing as yeah. like a means of like making the I guess making themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. It's like classic like paranoia. They're yeah they're like worried that they are not performing their gender correctly. Right. Yes, yeah. they're like anyone who's, uh, you know, pushing quote unquote boundaries is like, yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Um, yeah. And so then we're in the aftermath of the party, and um, Cam and Massey are IMing, mm-hmm. and Cam um, says that he's going to call Massey, and we find out later that it's just because he has a crush on Claire that he's trying yeah. to kind of like get closer to Massey, which this whole. It always happens in, like, books and movies about high school and middle school is that, like, people will maybe borderline flirt with someone's friend as a means of getting closer to the person that they actually yeah. want to be. That doesn't happen. Yeah, no. the, like, idea that, like, there's, like, no interaction. Right. With, like, you know what I mean? Like, he never, like... Yeah. There's never a hint that Cam likes Claire. No, yeah. until the end. And so that's the thing is, like... And I feel like that creates a false expectation for, like, a lot of um, girls like us (laughs) um, who maybe didn't have people, like, expressing. Well, yeah, yeah, because it would be like, oh, this guy probably, I mean, he maybe likes me. He responded to my question about homework. Because it's like, you you become under the impression that, well, a guy won't actually show interest in you. Yeah, it's like the opposite of the idea that, like, a guy will, like, like, be mean to you if he likes you. It's like... Oh, if a guy does absolutely nothing, then he likes, maybe there's a chance he likes you if he yeah. shows If he doesn't no. talk to me, yeah, doesn't look at me. Right. I, I I remember convincing myself of this guy, Alicia, who was in chamber choir with me. Oh my god. Had a crush on me simply because he was tall. Yeah, dude. I mean that's yeah. how it goes. Like I still am like that, where I'm like, oh, this person who has not in the slightest shown any yeah. interest or even looked my way, I'm like, there's a chance. Yeah, 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 no, I, like I would yeah. fully maybe. convince myself that people were in love with me. Like yeah. fully. Yeah. Like make up, <coughs> and I. This is still something like let's say I weren't, I didn't have a boyfriend. Now I'm sure I would still fucking do it. Yeah, you know? well, it's like I think that's like a regular thing. I'm the same way where it's like I either think that 
that everyone hates me or everyone's in love with me. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where There's I'm like, between. yeah. And I also think that everybody, like, I think that everybody's always hitting on me. Like yeah. the other day when we went to our friend's work with our friend's boss, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, our friend's boss is hitting on me. Sure. And yeah, yeah. I think that you felt the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. As the two was women he? in the room. No. No. Like he's like Just in like, his like late He's trying 30s. to get you to pre-order yeah. his He has this like salt and pepper hair though. Yeah. Like, it was oh, so, please. I remember I, I met him before you did. I got there before <laughs> you did and I literally was like, oh my God, Michelle and I are both going to be obsessed <laughs> with this person. No and wedding ring. What? I noticed. No wedding ring. No wedding ring. Yeah, we did talk about this. No wedding ring. Um, but, like, yeah, I still think, or, like, I meet dudes who, like, I'm just, like, convinced that they're in love with me, and I'm like, yeah. oh, like, watch out. Well, also, like, as, like, a single woman, I feel like anytime I enter a party, I'm like, oh, potential. In yeah. every single man I meet, no matter if they're relationship or not, if they're, like, you know, straight, yeah. gay, whatever, like, cause if I know nothing about them, if I see a man in the room, I'm like... Potential. Exactly. Right. And yeah. I, I still have that framework for, like, viewing yeah. things, even though I've, like, not been someone who's been, like, successful in most yeah, romantic exactly relationships. Same, same, same. But it'll be, like, yeah, like, I, I do notice that my brain will still sometimes, like, follow that framework yeah. of, like, just, like, and it's, like, this is not real. This is not reality. This yeah. has never worked out how and I wanted it. I think a big hurdle I had to get over in my relationship was, like, actually being vulnerable with, like, oh, I actually like this person because I would always be, like, like, my boyfriend now, I'd be like, oh, well, he's obsessed with me, and it's hilarious. And, like, he wasn't even obsessed with me at the time. He like, just liked you. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't even like me, really, until I, like, actually gave him validation. And I think that's, like, a weird... And I still struggle with that, where, like, in order to, like, get validation from him, I, like, want to neg him. And it's, like, yeah. fucked up. I, I do have to say, just, like... Um, that I knew that you and Nick would keep dating when he took you to the Jimmy Buffett musical. Yes. <laughs> because I was like, and I feel like you at the time were like, I don't know, we're just hanging out. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, Nick and Sophie. Like, he's, he's a Buffett. keeper. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the Jimmy um, Buffett musical. I think you know? it's, I think it's really fascinating that like, you read, like, nowadays we just talked about like, feeling that way, like of entering a room, like as an adult that like, can act on sexual feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I was younger and stuff and like, I didn't really have those interactions. Um, these books mm-hmm. and like this like young adult fiction was like the way to get it. Where I was like, if it can happen to Claire, it can happen to me. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But then like now when I'm an adult and I'm like, it could happen and like I could act on it. It doesn't. It's not real. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I also feel like I at this age, at the like the age of the kids in the book, but then also like in my real life. Even now, you know, it obviously doesn't count because I had a boyfriend, but I was always like, well, I immediately distanced myself from any, like, I was like, well, sex won't happen to me because I'm, like, chubby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you give yourself reasons as to why, like, it won't happen to you. Right. Because that's, that's harder. Yeah. Because I, I would be like, oh, like, no boy's going to like me because, like, I'm tall. Yeah. But then eventually it would have to be like, oh, no, it's my personality. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's also just, like, a defense mechanism and, like, easier yeah. to be like, there's these are all the reasons why they wouldn't be interested in me. Then then makes it that much more exciting on the off chance that they, they are. Yeah. Right. And that's what I feel like makes sex more exciting, maybe for a hashtag girls like us, because then it's like, well, oh, like, maybe I am, like... You know, it was three people who aren't, like, the girls who've always been, like, hot. over. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, the kind of, you know, like, right. Like, it's always, it just feels like... Good. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it is really, like, you know, like, having, like, a consistent sex life for the first time in my life has been, like... 
oh, like, people are interested. Like, right. not, you know, people, like my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> As in one, one individual. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's like, you know, I, um, it's like a new, it's like has still taken me like a while to be like, oh, this is my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's really weird yeah. to like go from like reading these romantic gestures and stuff and then like to like experience them. It's yeah. just like such a bizarre feeling. Yeah. I still feel like a child. Right. Yeah. Time, yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. And I think speaking of romantic gestures, it's important to talk about the cultural references that are made when Cam and Massey talk on the phone. So basically Massey, as she's picking up the phone, Googles the Godfather <laughs> yeah, just what? in case it comes up. <laughs> I really like, had to reread. I was like, did I he mention it in the email? Well, no. his favorite movie, right? Isn't that the oh. reason why she did they up? say that? I, I thought it was just why... like because a boy was calling. She was like, hold on, Scorsese. Yeah, I thought maybe I misread it. Um, we could pull it up, but it's like the idea. I thought it was that she's like, this is his favorite movie, so I'm gonna in case it comes up, I'm gonna be. Okay, well, I don't know, which is hilarious thinking about, like, a seventh grade way, boy crazy. loving the Godfather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and being like, yeah, like, I totally understand. I wonder yeah. what Scorsese's thoughts on... We it's, know he does the not like the Marvel not Cinematic Scorsese. Universe. I know I... Oh. <laughs> I cut that out. It, it is Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> in, like, sixth grade, when I used to tell people, like, Scarface was my favorite movie. Yeah, and I've never seen, seen like, it. half of, like, right. the first half. And yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I love Scarface. Or when I told people in, like, seventh grade... No, like, ninth grade that, um... Doctor Strangelove was my favorite movie because I'd watched it at someone we know's house, who I'll tell yeah. you later. Okay, um, yeah. But, um, and then she says that he made her a mixtape of the Strokes songs, oh. which is like He's this is back when the brain. Strokes invented indie, like <laughs> in the New York scene in like yeah. two thousand three. So I think that that actually like is a very timely reference and like kind of interesting yeah. and like we know that Lacey Harrison worked for MTV at the time she was writing these so that it like the currentness of that reference I think is actually very funny. Yeah. yeah. One one thing I'm, that that like I did notice was that in last book when Claire and Massey bond one of the things like Lacey will not describe their conversation Lacey will not like actually have their conversations be shown but she will say what they talk about which one of the things in the last book was their favorite website yeah. <laughs> that comes back in this one too and I'm right. like what are they talking about what, what websites, favorite websites? Yeah. what Mibu or whatever you would <laughs> what websites would have been your favorite websites in middle school web not webkins yeah webkins I, I would say webkins for me Quizilla was a really big fan fiction <laughs> website that is no longer it was attached to like the Nickelodeon website but oh, yeah. it was completely taken down so my entire profile is gone which yeah. sucks because like it's so, so many I definitely lost my whole Tumblr profile which I was yeah, talking Tumblr. to someone yeah, about this the other day where like I wish that I had it because I had Tumblr from the time I was in sixth grade and I remember I would write like long ranting Me text too. posts. Me towards the beginning it was yeah. like original like text posts. Right yeah. where I would write about how my English teacher or not my English teacher my gym teacher was bullying me <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I would write about like how, like, everyone... It was just, like, a classic, like, dumb middle school shit where, like, nobody understands my potential yet. Like, shit like yeah. that. I got my Tumblr when I was a freshman in high school, and, like, I... At, towards the beginning, what I would do is I would retweet or repost, yeah. reblog, um, like, images, and then I would write poetry to them. Oh, I love that so <laughs> much. So it would be, like, an image of, like, someone, like, blowing their brains out and be, like, flowers on the other Well, the big thing on Tumblr was that, like, every poem would, like, be signed with people's initials. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of invented, like, the Ruby Yeah. Like, those, like, the really sparse... I think that signing with initials, which we see in the messages between Cam and Massey, yeah. is hilarious, because it's, like... You fucking know who it is. Yeah, you yeah. know who it is, and it's just like it's literally a sex thing. Um, Wait, yeah. which part? Signing anything with initials. Oh, yeah. 
Like you're just if you were to just sign like oh from M. Yeah, that's <laughs> so hot. stupid. That's hot. You're not M. You're Michelle. Yeah. I'm um. M. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> basically, um. Then we have um, Alicia wants to show Kristen and Dylan that Darrington is not actually interested in them. So she messages him and is like, hey, we're going to have a hot tub party, just you and me. And it's on the day that he's supposed to hang out with the other girls. Yeah, major fucking power move. Right. She's yeah. such a dick. Like, she's in front of them, too. And yeah. she's like, you had plans. Yeah. Watch and but she's, like, not into him, which is... Yeah, she's a total fucking... Yeah. Like, what we talk about in the difference between, like, male horniness and, like, female horniness, where, like, the man is just, like... You know, because we know Alicia has big boobs. He's literally just thinking about seeing Alicia in a bikini. Like, he knows they're not going to fuck or even probably, like, touch each other. Well, he... So, she's texting Darrington, but don't we learn later on that Darrington had a crush on Massey the whole time? Yeah, exactly. He's doing the same thing that He just wants to get close to Massey. Yeah, Yeah, but also, I think it's just, like, a horny thing where he's like, oh, I'm going to see her in a bikini. Like, cool. Yeah, gross. Also, like, going to someone's house with a hot tub is, like fun yeah that true is fun. yeah in in like it's winter i mean it's fall there so yeah that's fun that's our novelty York, right? yeah. yeah so it's like cold it's probably gonna snow soon. um and then we have so basically because of the dirty devil's costumes the principal at ocd has decided that the girls have to wear uniforms but the girls have been given the opportunity to design their own uniforms and there are different teams of girls who then present their idea for the uniforms at this fashion yeah. show. So this blows my mind how much of a side plot this is and how much <laughs> yeah. it, it is both uninteresting and wholly, like, could have been a completely different book. Yeah. Side plot of the side plot is that Olivia and Alicia are a team and that is, like, puts a strain on Alicia and Massey's, and Massey's friendship. And exactly. that's, like, a thing towards the end. I also thought there was going to be a bigger twist when they're, like, because... When they first introduce Olivia, they're like, she looks like someone. She reminds me of someone. So I thought this was going to be, like, a bigger twist to a nose Yeah. Drama. And then it was, like, a model. Like, it was like, oh, she looks like a mo- like yeah. uh, a Ralph Lauren model. Yeah, or it's a- like, is she? And that reminded me, I read this, did you guys ever read that YA book? I forget what it was called, but it was about a girl who was not popular, and then she got a nose, she, like, <laughs> moved to New York, and then she got, like, hit in the face, so she had to get a nose job, and then she comes back to her old school, and she's much hotter. No, but I remember there was a Meg Cabot book where a fat girl got hit by a TV at the opening. (laughs) She got hit by a falling TV at the opening of a Walmart, and they put her brain in the body of a supermodel. Yeah, oh my god, but then, like, the supermodel's stuff is is being tracked, right? Right, yes. Yeah. And it's, like, absolutely wild, and she wakes up, and she's just, like, hot, and she's like, well, I used to be fat, but then that TV (laughs) hit me at the opening of a Walmart. Um, yeah, it's that's unrealistic situation. We gotta read some of those and talk. About I would, them. I would love to read. Excellent. Remember the one where the girl um, fucks the president's son because she saves the president from getting killed. Oh yeah, All there's American so many girl. good ones. There's also one. Um, this was not by her, but it was called like the list. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or no, the market. The market. The list was one, but then the market was one where all these girls had like stock. Uh, like you would like. They each had, like, stocks or whatever that would go up or down. I love that. I know. Um, It's good. So, basically, the fashion show happens, and um, they get to the fashion show, and Massey says something that I think is very timely in a funny way, where she says to Claire, there's so many people at at the fashion show, she says... Opening night on Broadway for the producers didn't even look this time. They talk about the fucking producers 
last book too. <laughs> Did they actually? Yeah, someone like like it was like oh his favorite you know I think it was maybe Chris Abley or something like his favorite musical was The Producers or something. <laughs> Why? Was like, what are you talking about? Also, this like level of like <laughs> you're like Oklahoma and The Producers. It's like who is like like The Producers is such like a like you know, a Mel Brooks, like, yeah, right. like Nazi satire or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what seventh grader is going to like understand? Oh, I love the producer. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I think that I didn't like grasp the joke of the, right. of the producers yeah. until I entered like high school. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in seventh grade, it's like another classic, like my favorite movie, Scarface. Was, right. Like, exactly. Movie, my favorite like, musical. I love yeah. the producers. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember being like, oh, it's funny because <laughs> Nazis are bad. Yeah, the, the, the little jokes, but you don't get, like, the overarching No, the overarching yeah. theme of it doesn't make any sense, but I remember I saw it when I was in, like, 7th or 8th grade, and I was like, this is humor. This is what humor I think is. it's, like, when you see, like, shit you know is really, like, everybody, when you're a kid, is like, oh, the producers is really good, and then you see it, and you're like, yeah, this is really good, but you, like, don't have the vocabulary to articulate it. Yeah. But I thought this was, like, a crazy, like, it must have been that Lacey Harrison saw the producers on Broadway. She's like, I love this shit. Yeah. And was, like, blazing something. With my dad. Yeah, that was awesome. I <laughs> one day I sat down with Michelle was at work or and I showering, was, I think, or showering. I was home, yeah, somewhere. But Michelle and I, uh, Mich- me and Michelle's dad watched Blazing Saddles That's together. Fun. Yeah. Good movie. Um, it is a good movie. <laughs> it's a very weird um, movie with my dad. <laughs> well, it rocked, and you're just jealous yeah, that you're. I'm the daughter your dad wishes he could have. Michelle <laughs> <laughs> um, was gonna storm out of yeah. the studio. So the fashion show, I have to admit, to me was very boring. Yeah, I kind of had fun. Well, the one, the one thing that I—they're all bad ideas. Yeah, they were all yeah. bad ideas. <laughs> one of them was that Lane and her now boyfriend Eli are very—they um, don't like that their like individuality is being. They don't away. like binaries or no rules. Yeah, so they propose something where it's like a t-shirt, but it has a clear pocket in it, so you can put like an index card in that's like feeling horny or you know something or like one of them one of them was i'm feeling fat today yeah (laughs) i was like ooh. it was very like sort of in your face sort of like new york alternative scene everyone stood up and applauded it but then they didn't make it to the finals but i think it was more of a conceptual thing yeah no i think it was kind of like an art piece rather than like an actual pitch all them like multiple ideas required like outfit changes like a lot of options for the days of the week exactly like there were like two well because so there's the actual days of the week one which was like potato sacks almost the way they described it yeah different colors yeah exactly and then also massey (laughs) well massey and claire's idea of like who are you like what character of the pretty committee yeah. are you what which is essentially a what season are you yeah but like, but someone this was insane this is such a tiny tiny thing but massey goes up and she's presenting and she's talking about like we have a brunette a blonde a redhead and a ta- toe yeah i was like and then that's a very light blonde i guess right it's like crystal yeah yeah, yeah, toe heads. My yeah. mom used to always describe my little brother as toe head. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. 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 Um, Seventh so, graders love the word toe head. So basically, the fashion show goes down, 
And they vote by putting symbols in a box. Yeah. I was wondering, was that how they voted? Yeah, but yeah. it was poorly explained. Yeah, I had to reread it. Massey's like, I think there's like one part where Claire's like, what are you doing? Massey's like, I'm putting my thimbles in. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like what the with, fuck? with my purple uh, yeah. nail polish, so it's lucky. And then that's how they then cover oh. the scheme, which is that Alicia and Olivia, and they're, they're so, yeah. Well, I think yeah. just What's Olivia did. I don't think Alicia did. You don't think did. Alicia did. Wait, was the scheme? I feel like I mean. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. So to, to clarify on like what they're, so. Massey and her group's uniform, which includes Claire, is like whatever like coloring you yeah. have, you wear a different thing. Which I did not think it was like for Dylan, who's a redhead. They're like, you'd want to wear a purple, and I was like, I don't think no, that's what I And then Claire was like, I'm in pastel. She's like, I'm ready, so I'm gonna wear pastel pink. I was like, this is not. Um, yeah. And then Olivia and uh, Alicia's sounded much cuter. It was just like dark wash jeans and like a little like, yeah. blazer. But then um, That's the sales. one that won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, but, so they had like the boxes with the thimbles and each box had a photo of the thing on it. So Olivia switched the photos on, on Massey's and Alicia's so that even though Massey's actually got more votes, it looked like it was Alicia's. Which is I why the thimble comes into play. Because right, because then they pull out tell. the thimbles that were voted with, and Massey sees her purple thimble in the box for Alicia and Olivia. This is stupid. Like, but I they feel stay like we should... as the winner, don't they? Yeah, they Alicia, do. Just, yeah. Yeah. Because because they, they don't decide want to, not to snitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a common theme, too. There are multiple no times snitching. where people are like, don't fucking snitch. <laughs> right. There's like a part at the beginning where Massey bullies someone. Yeah. The two girls who are going to have the boy-girl party. Yeah. And like, Massey says some shit. <laughs> and the girl's like, I'm going to fucking tell and the other girl like grabs her and is like don't don't like, ask her <laughs> the worst thing you can do yeah and Matthew's like she knew better yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's insane it's so wild um yeah and that's like that is a bad plot that that happened well and that's kind of the whole guiding plot of the whole book is that the girls don't want to be friends well Claire obviously wants to be friends with Massey yeah. but they won't snitch to the parents about not actually being yeah. friends which is just ridiculous every clickbook is so reverse engineered like right. it's true like I feel like Lisa Harrison was like oh what if they switched like voting like yeah. what if you know there was a voting scandal and then it's like was this around the I guess this wasn't around the bush uh, <laughs> the Massey's- hanging chad yeah. scandal <laughs> although like the ultimate like I feel like broken heart for Massey is finding out that Cam doesn't like her right mm-hmm. because she finds out but she doesn't know well Alicia tells her after the fashion show okay I didn't remember that oh, I just no Alicia is like because, yeah, we, Alicia, I think, has really, the gossip. She gets yeah. all the gossip points. She does too. get a lot of gossip yeah. points. 20 worth, which is a hard That's bet. a hard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alicia, I don't think, I, I feel bad because I think Alicia is genuinely friends with Olivia, and Massey just does, ha, wants nothing to do with Olivia, who is dumb. Like, Olivia is dumb, but. Yeah. We've all we've all been there. We've all been dumb before. Yeah, sure. we, all, we all had a dumb friend who's actually fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, looks and stuff. And so basically, then there's like a dinner scene between the two families that live together, Claire's family mm-hmm. and Massey's family, where we find out that Todd has been given letters from Cam to give to Claire, and he has allegedly forgotten to give them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Claire's really excited. And then we get a really good... So Massey's obviously very disappointed about the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And we get a really good Claire uh, quote where Claire is observing Massey at the table. For that one moment, Claire stopped being afraid of Massey. The girl with the amber eyes was no longer a mysterious she-devil. She stressed over outfits, got stabbed in the back by her friends, liked sugary desserts, and didn't always win, even when she deserved to. Massey was just a regular person. She just knew how to hide it. 
So... And that's the thesis. Michelle, this is what Lisey Harrison said, as we learned in the Wikipedia article, is that she wanted to show that popular people are people too. Right. <laughs> but I feel like I disagree with that statement Me too. Yeah. Right, where Massey doesn't show any actual vulnerability. Mm-mm. Yeah, she's like, seriously, like a psycho, like a sociopath. Right, yeah, and then is. Claire, what's double, she doubles down and Claire says she gets it because she had to earn Massey's friendship. She And she's like, that's it. good. Yeah, yeah, which is like, oh, through Massey abusing her? Like, that's yeah. what I don't understand, is it's like this weird, like, like, Massey is, like, objectively unkind to her, and they, like, bully her. Yeah. And Claire thinks that's earning Massey's friendship. Yeah, and that's because kind of, Massey has moved on to her, like, next, like, victim. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where the book ends, is, like, on this question. Yeah. And I, I assume next book we're going to, well, I assume also I remember, which is that next book it's going to be an Alicia versus Massey's show Right. Now. And I think it's going to break, it's... Yeah, well, Massey also doesn't know that Claire, Cam likes Claire. Right. We end the, you're right. We end the book with Massey making a statement like, when she finds out who it is, mm-hmm. she's going to kill them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's Claire. And Claire says that she can't wait to tell Massey about Cam liking her so that they can celebrate together. Yeah, which is very upsetting. It is upsetting. It's like the most naive thing ever. Like, Claire's, I don't fucking feel sorry for her because in every situation ever presented to her, Massey, like is out for herself. Oh, yeah, Right, absolutely. totally. It's not like, oh, Claire's just, like, innocent and wanting to do It's like, she's, like... She knows. Right. Yeah. She's also trying to manipulate, but she just doesn't have the same manipulation power as Massey. But she's trying... If she, Were she to be given that power, she would do the same yeah. thing. And I wonder how much of it... Yeah, she's like, I can't wait to tell Massey and, like, jump around with her. It's like... I mean, this is not addressed in the book, but I would have to wonder how much of that is, like, Claire being like, oh, like, I have a boy liking me. So that's going to one-up me in Massey's book. Like, I need Massey to know this. Mm-hmm. Like, because no relationship in back this world is ever private. sexuality. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's almost like royal relationships. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's mostly for show and, like, yeah. in order to gain social status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's go through. So instead of tallying up everything, the cost of everything they bought in this book, um, I decided to tally up the cost of the party Very because good. Massey goes on like a shopping spending freeze because of this bet with Claire that's never addressed in the end. No. Yeah. Um, so just starting off when you're paying, so they're saying that this Landon person is the best party planner in Westchester. So Westchester, we already know is a high rent district, best party planner. I did some snooping around it. Like that would cost you just their fee alone, I would say at least ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars is safe to assume. Just a down payment, not even for any of the shit you're getting for the party. Just but the, the fee, right? This person, that's their thing. Like, so I know a couple people who are like high end wedding photographers and like things like that, and they are getting paid at least ten thousand yeah. dollars per event, like flat before you even get anything. Mm-hmm. So I would say that if this person has a reputation, we're talking about at least ten thousand dollars for the music and the effects, um, like lighting, everything. Mm-hmm. Usually that's grouped under one thing I found in my research. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, how Sophie 000, threw a party. Yeah, threw a party. Um, <laughs> we were not invited. $4, About four thousand dollars. I guess I could get that for lighting equipment, not for music. What are they? Oh, a DJ. Equipment and yeah. a DJ. DJs are not for like that's crazy. No, but I looked up in Westchester. Yeah, so I was searching Westchester DJs, and we're talking about so it, when they're bringing all their equipment and doing everything, it's about four thousand yeah. dollars. That's crazy. Which that's is wild. insane. Yeah. And my Cuban club that I'm part of when I'm home, we used to always have like holiday parties and stuff. Everyone would dance and shit. 
and our DJ was DJ Unique Sounds. He <laughs> 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 wasn't even music. He was just like, burr, burr. <laughs> Mickey Unique Sounds. He's like, I'm actually yeah. just making like a soundscape. DJ um, Unique Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that I'm most familiar with would be catering costs. Um, and so mm. at my the place where I work, we had an outside catered event the other day where um, I was processing paperwork afterwards and the bill was um, more than the total of my college debt. Um, That is. Wait, from where? Where'd you guys get um, food? Like, just a local catering company. Um, And so I'm saying conservatively... Like, five figures? Yes. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. It was about $25,000. Oh, my God. But that's including alcohol. Okay, still For a group of, like, 200 people. What kind of food? Just past apps. Did you get any? It was not great. Oh. Yeah, it was like, they were fine, but we're not talking about anything more advanced than mini grilled cheese in a mini soup cup. Oh. Which is delicious. They have those, like, uh, uh, like little, like, clear cups that just have ranch in the bottom, and yes. they have, like, one or two celery yeah, sticks Yeah, genuinely. Yeah. Those are good. And then it was like a, like a, like a sushi bar type thing. Mm, not good for oh, catering, dude. I don't think. No, I don't love, I, we can talk more about my complaints with the catering industry, but, yeah. um, so, it's a party for kids. I'm assuming there are probably about a hundred kids there. Yeah. So Eating obviously candy. they're not. Yeah, and, and they're not drinking. Mm-mm. So that cuts down the cost substantially. So I'm gonna say about eight thousand dollars for yeah. food. Six are there to activities eight. though? Don't they do shit? Or isn't there like stuff set up? Yeah, but I that's I kind of put that in with the effects. Okay. Um, I grouped that in because that all kind of comes packaged yeah, together sure. in the places that I was looking. You, you at. have a lot of marshmallows and stuff too, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say around six to eight thousand for food. That's because fair. we're not drinking. We're doing past apps. So and then you got to think about the most of that cost is coming from labor, exactly, which is the people passing the yeah. apps, etc. Um, I hope the blocks pay well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the dad kind of just throws. Yeah, they seem like okay. And we've both worked. Michelle and I've both worked catering jobs before. Yeah, and it's yeah. I mean, like sporadically, and it's a well-paying type thing. Like you work for four hours. Totally, like you work for four hours and you get a check for like you know two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then. I'm assuming they rented a tent and, like, a dance floor to put all the yes. kids on in the backyard. So, we're looking about $2,000 for that. So, totaling it up, this party cost, at the bare minimum, $20,000. That is wild. Which is insane. That's about... Yeah, truly. Crazy. Yeah, that's about two-thirds of my college that's, debt. <laughs> I was gonna, that's about as much as I'm going to make this year. Yeah. Um, and it's truly insane. Uh, but also, nothing compared to what Massey constantly threatens her dad, dad is going to do, which is buy a new wing of the school. Right! Which yeah. is like, and then at the end, I think it still goes, I think they hint that he is going to do it so they don't have to wear the uniforms. Right, so I guess we'll see that in the next Which part. has to be, I mean, that's like 100k at least, right? Like, yeah. Like, buying a new wing? That's a, probably at least $500,000. Oh because we're paying, you're not only paying for the physical space, but also like all of the labor. labor. Yeah. Um, and probably the, like, little, like, uh, what are they called? Like, the annexes? Yeah. You know, when you have, yeah, like, the trailers. Right. Well, we get into that, I think. We do uh, get into that, In the later books, I'm just remembering now. So, um, I think it's time to do our State of the Unions of the Week. So, as we know, Massey does her, in her Palm Pilot, does her State of the Union where she writes what's in and what's out. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So, Franny, do you have something either pertaining to our discussion today or... Yeah. ...your week? Um... I'm going to say out, I'll do, I'll do it in another order, in 
is weenies. Okay. Because I didn't make it, but I did think about making kielbasa for myself for dinner tonight. Fucking love kielbasa. Kielbasa is so good. And out is Halloween, simply because it's November 3rd, and it's, it's out. It's, it's from, a yeah. too much Halloween party. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say for me, I'd say in um, falling asleep early mm-hmm. and taking care of my body and out would definitely be condoms. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, but condoms. Yeah. It's stupid. Let's invent a better way to do contraception. Yeah. Um, I'd say in for me is, um, never been kissed, out is being kissed, um, by a 10 year old. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even address this, which is that Todd, just to go back for a second. So Massey knows that there's something from Cam in Todd's backpack. She tries to get it from Todd, and then Todd, we hinted at this, Todd fully kisses Massey on the lips. Uh, And then that was Massey's kiss virginity. He stole her kiss virginity. That's horrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Questions of consent are really big in this book. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So I think we can leave it at that on, like, a very sad note. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, Michelle, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, your butt. <laughs> um, I am about to plug my ass. Um, I do improv. Um, uh, most uh, we have the residency program at the Crowd, which rocks. It just started up. Um, on a team called Cozy from some Friday nights. Awesome. I don't know cool. my next show. It, yeah, this won't come out till like December or so. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I do improv. You can add check me on, her out on Facebook. Add me on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Connect. That's bold. Yeah. yeah. Add me. Don't connect with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I do not check it. Awesome. No. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. This was so much fun. This yeah. is living my dream. I, all I could ask for is to talk about this for an hour and forty five. Well, minutes. we'll definitely bring you back for the summer series. Oh God, sure. I if you're fucking a love the summer series, specifically Alicia's. That's one that. Yeah, oh, we'll worry about, yeah, for Alicia's. Because, yeah. yeah, again, I only read Massey because she has the purple streak in her right. hair for yeah. royalty. All right, well, this was Girls Like Us. I'm Franny. I'm Sophie. All right, bye. bye.